This is Talking Business. I'm joined by Michael Biersick now, CEO and founder of Q-Control and also Professor of Quantum Technology and Quantum Physics at the University of Sydney. G'day, Michael. Thanks for joining me. It's a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Um, I take it you're a, probably a friendly rival of uh, Michelle Simmons at the University of New South Wales doing much the same thing over there and was Australian of the Year in 2018. Is that right? So to start with, we're a quantum technology company and we build solutions as software that we uh, that we distribute. Um, and so uh, uh, in a way, you know, as, as academics, because I'm also a professor of quantum physics and quantum technology at the University of Sydney, we're... Um, you know, University of Sydney and University of New South Wales are, are frenemies, as we've been called before in the Fairfax Press. But uh, what I do is actually totally different than uh, any of the things that uh, Michelle or her colleagues do. Right. So, better tell us what uh, what your business does. Uh, well, Q Control is a company that's focused on on making quantum things useful for technology. And so, so maybe it makes sense to to back up. Quantum physics is it's the physics that governs really small things. It governs the way single particles of matter like atoms behave or single particles of light called photons. And, and what's happened is that for a long time, we were just trying to learn about this underlying science. And now there's been a change in our community to put it to work, to build new technologies called quantum technologies. And really, we're in a position where quantum technology, which harnesses this new physics as a resource, promises to be as transformational in the 21st century as harnessing electricity was in the 19th. And the first application of this has already totally changed the world. It's global positioning systems. It works by leveraging the very stable tick inside of atoms, which we access using quantum physics. And that's how we do location-based services and how you can have wide area networks and all these amazing uh, capabilities. We provide what are called control engineering solutions that make quantum things useful. That's our fundamental role. We service the quantum computing industry and other areas of technology as well. I did not know that um, quantum physics was used in GPS. And uh, so so what, what other um, uses are, are, is quantum physics being used for now? Well, GPS is, is one of the best examples because it's so ubiquitous. And it really is the first generation of this new kind of technology which really uses the uh, the most exotic phenomena that we find in quantum physics in order to get their power. The new things that are emerging are applications, for instance, in computation. So many people have heard about quantum computing. Uh, you mentioned uh, the former Australian of the Year who, who does research in this, as does my academic team. This is a, a concept whereby we look to put quantum physics to work for processing information. And, and, and it allows us to solve problems that are just kind of not practical for any conceivable supercomputer in some cases. But there are other applications uh, that are, are nearer term in, in a sense, like defense sensing. So using quantum systems in order to detect very, very weak signals, like very weak magnetic signals as you might get from some underground bunker or something like that. Uh, similarly, in metrology, there's I, I mentioned GPS already, where the, the power comes from uh, atomic clocks. Making better atomic clocks is a, is a key driver of a really wide variety of technologies. And one of the best ways to extract performance from these devices now is to leverage more and more of the quantum mechanical resources that we find. Really weird things like uh, entanglement, where kind of you can only describe a quantum mechanical system as being uh, linked together in this inextricable way. Th these are things that are really different than our daily experience, but now they're being uh, applied across a wide uh, range of technologies, and Q-Control just makes it work. Is it fair to say that we're on the threshold now of a whole new 
kind of period of commercialization of of another piece of science. I mean, obviously, a lot of what's happened in technology is the commercialization of science. And we now seem to be um, commercializing quantum science, which is, as you say, the science of small things. Is that is that kind of what you're engaged in, really, that that commercialization of quantum science and, and, and exploring how it can be done? You're 100% right that what we are doing is really at the vanguard of the development of this new greenfield industry. It's uh, it's it's taking science and turning it into commercial opportunity is, is either hardware products or for us it's software. I mean, this is it's something that's new in our industry, in our in our field rather. It it kind of started in uh, in around 2014, 2015 with some of the big tech oligopolies making really big investments in R and D in this space. And just in the last couple of years, we've seen uh, a flourishing of startup activity. So there's probably you know 30 to 50 very small companies uh, at different scales around the world that focus on this. Um, we're a little uh, more mature. We've been around since November 2017 um, with uh, some funding from a, a couple of global giants, and we're uh, we're growing very rapidly now. But there's uh, this kind of budding ecosystem, if you will, globally of uh, companies that are looking to solve totally new problems leveraging this kind of technology uh, or in, in other ways just trying to make this kind of technology come to reality. When you say you're, gro- you're growing very rapidly, um, uh, who pays you money and what do they pay you for? Well, we're, we're, a, we're a venture capital-backed uh, startup. We're actually Australia's first VC-backed quantum technology startup. We're backed by Sequoia Capital, by Horizons, which is the family office of Mr. Lee Ka-shing, by Main Sequence Ventures, which is an Australian deep technology fund, uh, Data Collective uh, in Silicon Valley. Those are our kind of investors. But then, you know, our our market is providing solutions to the manufacturers of quantum technology. So we provide these solutions that make quantum technology work better to R&D teams, to manufacturing teams like some of these big tech oligopolies who are working right now to build, say, quantum computers or quantum sensors, uh, defense contractors who build these, uh, you know, uh, standoff detection systems, a whole range of end users who are looking to take advantage of how quantum technology can give them new capabilities, be it in computation or, or defense, as I mentioned. Um, and, and we uh, provide these solutions that are tailored to the needs of these uh, various markets. We are not a consultancy. We make real products. Yes, right. And, and one of your products, possibly your main one, is called Black Opal, um, uh, which – and I looked on the website. It's – and you get the pricing there, it's quite interesting. It's a subscription product. Uh, there's a free level, which you can sign up free forever. Uh, try fee free for 30, 14 days from $20 a month and then from $170 a month. So so what exactly is Black Opal? Well, Black Opal is kind of our introductory product. It's a, it's a SaaS product, so it's a software as a service delivered by the web. It's really designed to help teams learn about quantum control. So we've put a lot of emphasis on uh, accessibility, on building uh, well-designed user experience and user interface. It's very different than the way software has kind of conventionally been shared in our community, which is uh, more or less graduate student level code in uh, in MATLAB or Python that we, we just kind of share amongst uh, uh, peer groups. This is a very different way of, uh, of deploying this knowledge. And uh, you're right, it's a subscription service where the pricing, the academic pricing that you mentioned really starts um, at, a, at a quite reasonable level, uh, enabling people to get into this, to take advantage of it for new applications. And we're seeing right now 
that uh, it's kind of opening doors in fields where people had not thought to use quantum control before. Uh, this has emerged in, in some of the quantum sensing community where people had heard about what we specialize in but never really thought about uh, uh, using our technology because there's just too much of an activation barrier. It's too it's too much of a black art in in many respects. But because we've built this really intuitive product, uh, people are are starting to use it from these uh, from these somewhat more distant quarters. Um, but Black Opal is just the the feeder. It's the starting product that leads into uh, the more advanced and more flexible tools. Uh, Boulder Opal is the other one. Uh, Boulder Opal is all professional workflows. Uh, it's it's code based, so it's in Python. Python for us, delivered by a web service uh, such that it's a, you know, a modern software architecture. But that services the end users who are uh, more professional, more experienced in this, and want to take advantage of the kind of flexibility that we can provide when we strip away the graphical interface. Perhaps we could just step back a bit. Um, uh, previous, previous commercializations of science, and I'm thinking of electricity, radio waves, packet switching, which became the internet, and even going back to steam hydraulics. In the Industrial Revolution, um, those sort of uh, um, events, if you call, call it that, of, of commercialising science changed the world. Is, is the, is the commercialisation of quantum physics going to be at that level, do you think? Much bigger. I mean, I mentioned I mentioned already, and I, I say it um, not to be overblown or to sell my own book too much. I mean, there are deep parallels in the way that we learn to access a new physical resource and the flow of electricity, and then we put it to work in technology. And we're doing the same thing now, learning to access these quantum physical phenomena that for many years we thought were just weird math. We didn't think they were real. And it was really only in the 1980s that we were doing experiments that showed us that all the strangest things that come out of quantum physics, the idea of you know, matter is a particle and a wave at the same time in, in the vernacular description, or things can be linked together by entanglement across the span of the known universe. Um, you know, all these things are are real, and we're now putting them to work. So, so because there are these deep parallels, um, you know, anytime we've seen a new physical resource uh, become available, we've seen major advances in technology, and we're right at the precipice of those major advances right now. And Q-Control is a very early mover. Uh, it's based on a lot of the work that my academic team had done at the University of Sydney and, and, and uh, you know, of course, a handful of others around the world who are collaborators and colleagues. Um, but uh, uh, for all of us who are in this emerging quantum technology community, uh, there really is something quite amazing and profound happening right now that can completely change the world. Bigger than electricity. Well, that's, um, that's certainly <laughs> something to think about. Well, you have to aim high, right? <laughs> it's no fun if you're just trying to do little things. No, indeed. Well, it's been great talking to you, Michael. Thanks very much. Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. I've been talking to Michael Biersick, who is the CEO and founder of Q-Control, as well as professor of quantum technology and quantum physics at the University of Sydney.